Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gonzalez. My goal for the podcast is to help you live a better life in retirement by giving you the tools and information you need in a language that you can understand. Every week, I come up with a new topic to discuss that might help you plan for your own retirement, and I get the topics based on listener questions and meetings I have throughout the week with clients here not only in St. Louis, Missouri, but also in 17 different states where we have clients that live and want to plan for their own successful retirement. Literally every week, it seems like I have a client with a new question. And most of the time, these questions make great topic, great material for the Retirement Made Easy podcast. So this week, I wanted to talk about retirement date funds and what my thoughts are on retirement date funds, where they might be appropriate and who they might be appropriate for, and what are the downfalls of retirement date funds. I know a lot of people use a retirement date fund in their employer plan, like a 401k or 403b, for example. So I wanted to spend some time and explain retirement date funds and kind of talk about their downfalls. I'm personally not a huge advocate of retirement date funds for many people, but I do recognize that in some instances they do make sense. So we're going to talk about retirement date funds in today's discussion. But if you have questions or something that you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to go to our website, which is retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. That's retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. At the bottom of the homepage, it'll say, ask Greg a question. Simply type in your question and I'll get back with you. And if I choose to use it for the podcast and I think it would help other people, I will certainly ask your permission to use the question. So check out our website and you can listen to previous episodes. You can also download some of our free resources, such as my retirement secret sauce, our tax planning guide. We even have a retirement budgeting tool that is free and available right there on the website. So check that out. So let's talk about retirement date funds and why they were created, who they were created for, where they're commonly most seen, and why someone might consider using a retirement date fund. So the whole idea of retirement date funds is based on your age and when you're expected to retire and how the funds should be allocated or managed based on your age. So you might see like in your 401k or 403b, it might say retirement date 2020 or retirement date 2025 or 2030, 2035, and so on. They're in five-year increments. And so if you are invested in retirement date 2020, for example, That's for the group of people that are close to age 65. So if you turn 65 in 2020 or 2021, you will be invested in that retirement date 2020. If you're only 60 now, well, that means in 2025, you'll be 65. So your retirement date fund would then be 2025. I think you get the point. So it's The retirement date is based on when you turn 65 based on your current age. And the whole idea behind the retirement date fund is it gets more conservative as you get closer to retirement at age 65. So imagine someone is 30 years away from retirement. They're 35 right now. So they might be 
invested in the 2050 retirement date fund. And so every year that they get closer to retirement, the mutual fund is going to get more conservative. It's going to adjust. And what do I mean by more conservative? It's basically going to decrease the amount you're invested in the risky investments like stocks, which may be international stocks. It might be domestic stocks. And it's going to increase the amount that you're invested in more conservative investments like short-term bonds, government bonds, stable value, that kind of thing. The whole idea here is that it's assuming that as someone gets older or closer to 65, every year they're going to want to be more conservative as they go. So it automatically adjusts every year for them. So the thought process behind it, it's not terrible if you think about it. But what it's doing is it's kind of a cookie cutter approach. If you're 50 and you're 15 years away from 65, so you would be in the 2035 retirement date fund, what it's saying is every 50-year-old should be invested exactly the same. And so this retirement date 2035 does that. So if your coworkers or your brother, your sister, colleagues are around age 50 and they're in that 2035 retirement date fund, you're going to be invested exactly like they are. And I think that's a huge, huge mistake because it's a cookie cutter approach where it doesn't take your unique and personal needs into account, such as maybe your tolerance for risk. Maybe you don't have as much tolerance for risk as your coworker who's the same age as you. So in that scenario, do you think their portfolio should be exactly the same as yours? In my opinion, and I'm a certified financial planner, I would say no. I would say your portfolio needs to be different than your colleagues because you have a lower risk tolerance. Let's take that one step further and let's say your colleague kind of got a late start saving for retirement and they're in catch-up mode, so they're wanting to take more and more risk. Well, again, I would want their portfolio more position for growth potential because they're in catch-up mode. It's kind of like if you're driving from New York to LA and you're driving across the country and your neighbor has a head start because they started saving for retirement early, but you're behind, you're five hours behind. Well, to catch up to your neighbor, you're going to have to not only drive the speed limit, I would say, okay, don't get crazy here, but think about it. If the speed limit's 65, well, you probably need to go 65, if not 70, to get there in a reasonable amount of time because you're in catch-up mode, right? Your portfolio might be the same way. If you're going to need more growth and need to kind of catch up, well, maybe you want to take more risk or your neighbor needs to take more risk in that scenario. Now, let me backpedal a little bit. Retirement date funds are not awful. Retirement date funds seem to work well for people that kind of just want to set it and forget it, so to speak. And for the people out there that maybe don't want to get a second opinion or professional advice on how maybe they should be investing their life savings and maybe their IRAs or 401ks. So for the people that don't want to put a lot of time into it, or don't want to pay for professional help, maybe retirement date funds are not the worst thing. And they have their place because the whole idea of getting more conservative as you get closer to retirement seems to make sense for a lot of people. Another benefit or advantage of retirement date funds is the costs seem to be somewhat reasonable. I'm looking at a Fidelity 2025 retirement date fund right now, and the cost or expense ratio is 
well under 1%. So if you're a 60-year-old out there and you're invested in the Fidelity 2025 retirement date fund, it may not be the best option for you, but probably it's pretty decent. One thing that I notice about these retirement date funds that's a big, big downfall, in my opinion, and this is just in my personal professional opinion, is a lot of times these retirement date funds will overweight international stocks. So in this example, I'm looking at Fidelity 2025 fund or Fidelity Retirement Date 2025. So imagine someone is going to turn 65 close to around 2025. They would might be invested in this fund. But when I look at the fund itself, I see that it's invested over 28% of the fund, the mutual fund, is invested in international stocks. And that might not be appropriate for you or someone else. But when you're invested in one of these retirement date funds, they don't make any special exceptions for you. So if you're invested in the retirement date fund 2025, it's going to be exactly the same as if your neighbor is invested in the exact same fund. It's not like you go into a pizza place and you want the supreme pizza without the green peppers. They don't make any special orders. That's not how these retirement date funds work. In other words, I couldn't say I want a Fidelity 2025 uh, retirement date fund, but I don't want as much in international stocks because I think 28% is too much for me and my situation. They don't do that. They don't make any special cases. It is a pure cookie cutter approach, right? Another thing I noticed about this particular fund is 5% of the fund is in a money market that is earning 0.09%. So 0.09% yield on 5% of the money you have within this fund. So what I'm getting at is if you're invested in a retirement date fund such as this 2025 retirement date fund, you're going to want to understand how your money is invested and get an idea of how that might change over time as you get older, right? But the premise behind this, if just think about this conceptually, that every 60-year-old should be invested this way, this cookie-cutter way in this retirement date fund. And every 65-year-old and 70-year-old should be invested a certain way, I think is absolutely ludicrous. But there's a lot of folks that do invest in these retirement date funds within their 401k or employer-sponsored plan. And they use this as a single investment vehicle because they know, hey, this retirement date fund is diversified and they know that there is some management behind it. So many people use this as their sole investment within their 401k. Now, that leads to the next question that a lot of people ask is, do you recommend keeping this retirement date fund throughout the rest of my life and throughout my retirement as I start to draw income off of maybe my 401k or IRA within this retirement date fund? And my answer is no, personally, no. And my reasoning for this is the retirement date fund is a cookie cutter approach. And I think it may be good, but you can do better. And what I mean by that, it's kind of like my landscaper told me I had been doing the mulching and the trimming and all that before I hired my landscaping company. And the guy didn't want to hurt my feelings, but that's the way he put it. He said, yeah, it looks good now but we can do much better. And man, when he was done the first time around, it looks a lot, lot better. 
Let me tell you. But that's by putting in some personal touch to it. And it's the same with your investment portfolio. If you want to stick with the cookie cutter retirement date fund for the rest of your life, that may be okay. But in most instances, you can do better by adding the personal touch to it and considering the goals that you have, the income that you need, and really thinking about the expectations you have for that portfolio and what you want it to do for you. So if I'm 65, and this is just me personally, there's no way in heck that I'm putting my money into a retirement date fund for the rest of my life because I have unique circumstances, unique goals, a unique risk tolerance than other 65-year-olds. And to put me into a big group and I'm standing around and the room is full of other 65-year-olds and having someone tell me, okay, you're going to give up all control on how your investments are managed and you're going to be invested exactly the same as all your other 65-year-old neighbors, to me, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And control is probably the thing that people don't like about the retirement date funds, is they have no say in the control of that retirement date mutual fund. They aren't allowed to give any input. Your goals, your retirement plan is not special you get exactly the same as everybody else invested in that particular retirement date fund. Again, I will say that most of the time when I see these retirement date funds, they are within a 401k. And maybe these retirement date funds were pre-selected or they were the default option based on your age. So a lot of participants in 401ks, they just signed up maybe for the 401k or 403b And based on their age, that's what they were put into is these retirement date funds, which again, it's not a terrible, terrible mutual fund choice, but you can probably do better if you want to dive a little deeper. And coming from me, not only am I a financial advisor that helps people plan for a well thought out successful retirement, I'm going to encourage you to dive a little deeper, put a little more effort into it and make your investment portfolio yours based on your goals, your risk tolerance, what you want the portfolio, the investments to do for you. And don't settle for the cookie cutter approach because you can do better. And a lot of times you can do better at or below the same cost as the retirement date fund. And again, I'll go back to my pizza example. I like a Supreme pizza personally, but I don't like green peppers. And a lot of places, they don't allow me to exclude the green peppers. I have to kind of pick them off when I get my pizza. Or a lot of times, they'll maybe forget to exclude the green peppers on my Supreme pizza. And you know what I find is at certain pizza places, I can have the same pizza without green peppers at a cheaper cost. And I'm able to do that just by hand selecting the different toppings on my pizza. So instead of just settling for the meat lover's pizza, the supreme, the vegetarian pizza, the taco pizza, what I would recommend is build your own pizza. Take some ownership or control and build a personalized pizza that's aligned with your personal goals and what you want to accomplish. Remember the old quote of Henry Ford? It said, you can have whatever color you want as long as it's black. That's my idea of the retirement date fund. You're getting the same thing as everybody else. And a lot of times, that's not what's going to make you happy. Hey, I hope this episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast has been helpful. 
you can send your love and hate mail to greg at retirestl.com. You can visit our website, which is retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. That's retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments and promise to get back with you within 48 hours. And again, while you're on the website, check out our free resources, such as my retirement secret sauce and our tax planning guide. I'm Greg Gonzalez, and remember, always dream big. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, tax advisor, or financial advisor prior to investing. This is a hypothetical example and is not representative of any specific investment. Your results may vary. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices mentioned are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The SmartVestor program is a directory of investment professionals. Neither Dave Ramsey nor SmartVestor are affiliates of St. Louis Retirement Advisors or LPL Financial. There is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio will enhance overall returns or outperform a non-diversified portfolio. Diversification does not protect against market risk. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, Memra FINRA, SIPC. SIPC.